you have come to a place where all sports matter. And some sports just matter more than others. This is the LTV Sportscast. And now your host, Leighton. Welcome sports fans to another episode of the LTV Sportscast. Joining me in the studio today is absolutely no one. So let's see how this thing goes. Maybe the pace is a little bit down, but uh, let's talk about the game week. So before we actually get into the game week, first and foremost, uh, thank you to everyone who's joining in. And I know it is a tight game week this week. So if you haven't uh, made your transfers already, maybe some late changes. We'll see what happens. Right. Uh, As well as... If, uh, if you guys haven't messaged us yet, or please, if you have anything that you want to let us know, hit us up on feedback at LeightonTV.com. Uh, the email will be in the show notes. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want us to change, and what you want us to do more of. And if you would like to be a guest as well, drop me your deets so we can make some contact. Remember to follow us on LTV underscore Sportscast. That's Twitter. And then on Instagram as well. And you can just search LTV Sportscast over there. So it's S-P-O-R-T-S cast. Also, if you're jamming FPL, it's never too late to join our league. Our league remains open, the Bragging's Right League. Free entry, free play. Again, Bragging Rights is up for grabs, and the code is 67VIZZ. Okay, so this this past week's top performers, uh, we had Kalen Jai Moodley came in on 72 points, and that's a, I think that's a massive push up... Uh, I think they went up something like 400,000 positions, so congratulations there. Uh, Navs Moodley with uh, Bull United hit 67 points. Uh, I actually landed up also 67 points. That was a really good game week for me. And then Alex Walls, he had 64 points. He's up now into the 900s. And then coming in on fifth position this week, Chris Defenter with Derby does Dallas on 63 points. Okay, so just a little bit of an update. At the top of our league is Lloydie's Legend still. He hit 45 points. That's four points ahead of the uh, the world's average. And he still remains in the top 1,000. He did drop down to position 133, I think. And then we have uh, Pulani with PSMFC. He had 55 points. He's on 933 points. Uh, Gangsters Andrew Butane hit another 60 points. So he's moved up into third position. Like I said, Wolsey's Wonders, he hit that uh, with Alex Walls. He had 64 points. He's also moved up into fourth position. And then back into the top five is Fumu is back. Andreas, our other uh, host of the show, he had 62 points. And he's also in the 900s now. So congratulations, guys. You know, keep it up and keep pushing to get, get the points. Now, just so you know, if you are playing in our pod, our pod did average 49, which is eight points above the world's game game week average okay so into the game week we go uh this evening we start off the the early kickoff game this evening is crystal palace versus leicester now i've watched i watched leicester play and i'm thinking to myself you know what um that harvey barnes harvey barnes is a talent there leicester have got good results i mean they've got the good results against the good teams against the big teams but they have tended to struggle where they should have picked up what would be considered relatively easy points. And then you're looking at a team like Crystal Palace who have conceded 10 goals in the last two games. And I mean, well, they lost 3-0 to, 3-0 to Aston Villa. Aston Villa were down to 10 men fairly early. So what, what's happening at Crystal Palace? Do, you, do, you, do we think that Crystal Palace can change it up this week, um, especially with the pressure, with the game, the, the game weeks right on top of each other? 
is there enough time for Roy Hodgson to um, to make the changes that is probably needed to settle the squad to to get back to their defensive ways if it hasn't been ingrained already. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But I'm not expecting big things from Crystal Palace. And although, like I said, with Leicester blowing hot and cold, Crystal Palace at home might go. You know what? We've we've messed up the Boxing Day one. Maybe it's time to that we we put in a good result to get back to either winning ways or putting in a solid result. And I think for for that very reason, I I can't see Crystal Palace facing another big loss. I think that they would have been very unhappy with obviously their past two results. Um, the, the game against Liverpool. I mean, fair play to them. That first half could have been. Pretty much even Steven, a whole bunch of goals. I mean, if if that uh, that would have obviously changed the complexion of the game going into the second half. But against uh, Aston Villa, uh, they were uh, they were comprehensively beaten. They, they looked they looked like a beaten side. Now, yes, expecting them to bounce back, probably get a draw against Leicester this week. And and everything about the form says, you know, that shouldn't happen. Leicester should walk this one, but. As we know, when the game weeks get close to each other, right on top of each other, and again, complacency does kick in at times. Can Leicester maintain the run that they've been, that they have put in so far? And I think they are up to second position. I'll just double check. Yeah, they're up to third position in the league. So there's nothing to say that Leicester can't get the result, but I do think Palace will be. Um, be wanting to set things right, and for that reason, I can see it being a low-scoring game. If uh, if Crystal Palace don't come out to attack, you can either see it being a one-one or a one-nil Leicester uh, for the game week. Off onto the Chelsea versus Aston Villa game. Look, Chelsea haven't travelled well of late. I mean, they obviously didn't travel well against Arsenal. They were comprehensively beaten. However, their home form hasn't been too bad. And for that reason, you know, you start to look at a game against Aston Villa where Aston Villa seem to be performing on all fronts. The fact is both of the squads have only got 25 points each, albeit that Aston Villa do have two games in hand over Chelsea. There, there is good reason to think that Chelsea and Frank Lampard wants to get, wants to get a win over there, uh, wants to get back on to uh, winning ways sooner rather than later. And for that reason, you start to think to yourself, listen, you know, is is Chelsea assets a good option for, for this game week? And quite possibly so. Sorry. Um, so yes, Chelsea assets would be would be a good option for you this week. Or at least I at least I think so. And that Mason Mount again is starting to um, command more of the ball, more of the play more often. And if he continues to do that, Mason Mount might be the guy in Chelsea that you're looking towards for that playmaker position. You're, the, the type of Bruno Fernandes type thing for... He can, he can be Chelsea's Bruno Fernandes, you know, that, that playmaker that's there. The other side of that, that is Aston Villa. They are playing against Aston Villa, and Aston Villa are a quality side. They're, they're showing results. The game against Crystal Palace, although they're down to 10 men, that, that result could have gone 3-0... 3-0 would, is pretty much an understatement of their performance. Uh, and players like Grealish, you know, you can see him doing the work on the field. Yes, in, in FPL this past week, he didn't really get you get your points. However, 
You think about the chance he set up with Ollie Watkins right at the end. Now, Ollie Watkins could have put in a goal. It would have been another assist for Grealish. You know, there, there is things there. There is goals coming there. So what's to stop Aston Villa from doing exactly the same to Chelsea, what they've done so far in the season? And and that really comes down to which Chelsea decides to arrive to to the game week. Because Chelsea do have the stars, and when they gel, they look quality. And when they don't, I mean, obviously, they look pretty poor. But Ollie Watkins, again, you know, he seems to... He could have had a hat-trick and an assist. and But at the end of the day, it just, it just landed up being one assist. But both the, both the, the first two goals for, for Villa um, was... Great saves by by the keeper, which let um, which was against obviously um, Ollie Watkins' uh, shot. So yeah, no big things can happen there. So yes, back to Mason Mount six point nine. You know that's what he's going to cost you to get him into your squad. Not a bad option if you if you're looking to get a Chelsea asset in, especially considering Chelsea. Um, Chelsea need to bounce back, so the pressure is on them at Stamford Bridge, and I think they can do that. However, it is something I'd be reluctant to do if it was a one-out game week. Yeah, sure, but knowing that they play Man City the following um, the following game week, and that is on Sunday. So again, the game weeks are almost on top of each other. So that would be that would be quite uh, quite a risky play. I, I'm not sure about your if Man City and Chelsea players are the team guys you want to get in for this game week or next game week Aston Villa they, they do play Chelsea and then they're off to play Man United so again there, there can be goals there it doesn't look like any of the, those teams that I've just mentioned are keeping clean sheets so there is goals around the field so there is there is things out there for you but however I still think Chelsea land up walking away with this with uh, probably a 2-1 or maybe even a 2-2 draw so we, we look at the Everton-Man City game. Now, the Everton-Man City game can be quite interesting. Again, because Man City have... You kind of feel like you, they're the team that is almost there on their performances. They haven't got the goals that their performances show that they could get. But yes, if they do win their game in hand, they, they move up to 29 points, which would put them tie second and three points behind Liverpool. So it has been a crazy season... Uh, and the the matches, the games have been a lot tighter with each other. Um, Man City haven't been the Man City of old. There is a transition phase that is happening there. So maybe they are moving away from high-scoring games. But if if they are moving away from high-scoring games, does this not see suit Everton a little bit going into this game? I mean, they, so Everton are playing at home, and Everton... Again, you know, the, the way that their form is looking, they, they've obviously come right. They, they are the team in form. They've won the last four in a row. They're, they've got their captain back. Their captain is playing. And I think Andres did mention it last week, Sigurdsson being somebody that you can obviously look at to, to get into your side. Man City, they've come off three victories in a row. I mean, they beat Southampton. And, and, you know, that could have gone either way. Um, they did win, you know, in, in the, the AFL Cup, uh, the League Cup. But that was, you know, obviously, I mean, they beat Arsenal 4-1. That was quite a sour thing for Arsenal. Um, but then they did, but then you look at them playing against Newcastle. I mean, they outplayed Newcastle. That that goal line of 2-0 um, obviously doesn't do justice to the Man City performance. So we could be in for something, something quality. But then again, you look at two teams that far up the table, nobody wants to give anything to the opposition. Now... <laughs> 
you 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 have to you have to look in and say if if they are going to play tighter because they're up against stronger opposition and you look at that from both ends they they become less dynamic and then which team looks to be able to grind out a victory um over the the other team man city don't ever look like they really grind a victory they're they're either winning because they're comfortable but they don't do the grind it never feels like they do the grind everton seem to to do the grind it is something that is in them i mean obviously you look at the recent years that have gone by everton do do grind out games so they know how to do it it is part of their makeup you know they they know how to fight and now for every reason out there you you can see everton if everton get an early goal City are chasing the game. It will force them to become more expansive. Everton will lock down a little. And that could frustrate uh, City so much to the point that uh, City pushed too many people forward. And then, you know, it, it lands up being... If, if Everton go 1-0 ahead early in the game and by 60 minutes it's still the same, Everton will probably win the game 2-0. There and thereabouts. However, if City do get the early goal, I don't know if how well Everton will chase. If City tend to get a vibe, uh, you know, in, in their play, you know, put some passes together, get some balls, and get some goals. So it's a game that can really go either way. However, I am favouring Everton for the for the Everton versus Man City game, and I'm going to go with Everton two 0 So we move off into Tuesday evening. Tuesday evening, we have four games starting at the same time. Thank heavens. Eventually, we can get a bunch of it done at, at one time, which is nice because then you, then you can... I think as, a, as an FPL fan, you, you, do, you do want to see or hear news coming from this game or this game, this game, and you're flicking between the channels going, ah, I've got a player over there, I've got a player over there. And then you find the game, obviously, where you're having the most dominant performance or most enjoyable game to watch is where you'll land up. So it is if none of your if the team that you support isn't playing, you know, it's it's great for a neutral. And and I think that's what happens for me as as a Liverpool supporter. You're looking at the games: Brighton versus Arsenal, Burnley versus Sheffield, Southampton versus West Ham, and West Brom versus Leeds. This could be is is. This is where points are going to be made for your for your FPL teams, and you're like, oh, this this is fantastic. So you know you're you're behind the you're behind the the television and going to be loving it. So let's let's start off with uh, Brighton versus Arsenal. Is the victory over Chelsea enough to get their season started? Does their season start? with a victory over Chelsea. I know Arteta said, you know, obviously their season starts now. And I don't know how much truth that is to that. Maybe it's a belief that they put into put into um put into practice. You know, the believe it till it's true kind of thing. You know, fake it till you make it or whatever it is. Brighton don't concede big chances very often. And if they're not conceding big chances very often, does Arsenal have the ability or as a team, as a unit, to be able to break down teams to create big chances? And the answer is probably no. However, Brighton don't 
tend to win. It's not it's not uh, not their thing. They just cannot get the wins. They they cannot get the results. They they did. I mean, they they got. Uh, it was two two against against West Ham. Uh, this obviously uh, was yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was two two against West Ham yesterday. And they, I mean, they started out there. They they went one 0 up. West Ham clawed it back to one one. They went two one up again. They just. It doesn't look like they have anything to see it through. However, the two are right next to each other on the table. It's number fifteen versus number sixteen. You know, it, and it's four points difference. It's either. Malpa eventually scored for Brighton. Eventually, uh, it's been so long. I, re- I remember there was big talk at the beginning of the season that he could be a performer, and he and he hasn't done that. But now Arsenal, Bamiyang was good in in the the cup games, but has been very well. Hasn't been quality in in the Premier League games. However, we we do, and Andreas did mention that you know. The fact that that young man Saka isn't there, you know, as a as an FPL option, or as an asset, as an abler, uh, Saka is someone that you you could be looking at to bring into this uh, to bring into your side because you know he's going to be playing the minutes. He's been playing the minutes all season now. Um, they will start to start to rely on him a little bit more, but yeah, he's at five point one right now. So if you are to buy him. Um, to bring him into your side if you're looking for someone, and maybe you get him in early enough uh, so that so that you get on to the point train before everyone else does, and he starts to perform. I mean, if Arsenal starts to perform, there's nothing that's stopping Saka from being what could potentially be be a super differential for you if Arsenal start to get the results. Now it it would be a punt on Arsenal to take it to take them now to say listen you know what I'm expecting results but if you are chasing there is no reason in just getting in the big guys because again you will never catch them because you'll only get what they get it will never be more than that um, but you so you have to start playing differentials at five point one and three point two percent ownership Saka might be a quality quality option <clears throat> okay. So, Brighton versus Arsenal, you know, and I'm going to, I think, and I'm going to, I'm going to go into what I said just now, and the more more I think about it, I have to believe that Arsenal can put in the results. Things have to change. There there has to be a change for them in the season. Uh, Brighton have showed us what they've got. They've, They've been unlucky. But they've also been punished um, for their unluckiness. They, they haven't maybe done enough. Arsenal have been poor, and when they've been poor, they've lost. And now if they if they build on the Chelsea game from what was a dominant performance, there's no reason actually to think that they couldn't, couldn't uh, build a run here. So getting in your Arsenal assets now might be, might be an option. And I mean, if we have to look at... Uh, Look at the run that Arsenal have got after this game week. Arsenal play play West Brom. Okay, yes, West Brom have, we're we're tight and they frustrated Liverpool out of out of the game. But Arsenal right now might be a team that you want to get on, and Saka might be the man that you want to get into your side, especially at five point one. That opens up that opens up coin for a lot of other 
a lot of other names, especially at the price point he comes in for a midfielder, what can be a high-scoring midfielder. So um, if I look at his percentage uh, or minutes that he's played, he only hasn't started, he didn't start the first game, the third game, and then and the ninth game, the rest of it. You know, he's been on the field pretty much all the time, and there's no reason for it, for him to be taken off, especially when he's young. You know, the energy levels are up there. They heal faster. Sack is your boy. Get him into your squad now. You heard it here first. Burnley versus Sheffield United. Whew. What a disappointing match. It's probably going to be the match that I'm not going to be looking at. I don't know if my if my television goes goes across that. I'll, I think I might just skip that. I don't have any assets in either either of the sides there. But Burnley versus Leeds. So Burnley have just lost to Leeds. Uh, they they lost one 0 to Leeds. But you you feel that they could have got something out of the game. You feel they probably should have got something out of the game. And when you look at Sheffield, I mean Sheffield. I mean they lost to to Everton. But were they really in the game against Everton? And you you looked at it, it just it felt like although they did they did take shots, it didn't feel like anything was gonna change for them. So now they're I mean they're, they're back on the road, they're traveling, they're traveling to Burnley. This can be this this is one of the games you think Burnley, okay, Burnley need to to attack this game. Uh, could be you know one of those six pointer type games for them as well. They they can hop Brighton. Um, they've got a game in hand over Brighton. I mean, if they had to win their win their game in hand, they're one point behind Arsenal, which two points behind Crystal Palace. So yes, Burnley Burnley need to need to attack this game now. I'm not sure about bringing an asset out there because I don't know what is going to happen, but I do think Burnley can walk away from this with a one 0 victory. Off to Southampton versus West Brom. Yeah, sorry, Southampton versus West Ham. Uh, Southampton were were a little bit, a little bit toothless in in this last game. They 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 probably could have or should have got the result. They had two offside goals, uh, two VAR goals disallowed, two goals disallowed for offside um, against Fulham. And Fulham do attack, but again, Southampton managed all of three attempts against Fulham. Fulham took 10, 10 attempts on goals, and they only put one on one on target. But Southampton need to need to look again, like I was just mentioning about attacking games as games for results. Southampton versus West Ham. West Ham, who have been quality at times, have also been poor at times. They they've scored as much as they've conceded. Um, they are separated by three points on the table. Southampton have scored two more goals, but also conceded two less goals. Southampton are at home now. They, they have got their uh, home home form a little bit more solid. you know. So the, the, there's no reason to think that Southampton can't get another victory at home. I mean, West Ham have not done particularly well on the road. They, in, in the seven games on the road, they've got 10 points. So for this one, I think I don't think Southampton keep a clean sheet, but they might. Uh, I don't think so, but I do think they can walk away with this with a two-one victory. Then off into West Brom versus Leeds. Leeds had a poor showing the the last game. 
And although they did get the win, you know, albeit via via a penalty, Leeds have gone have been quite erratic. They've lost to West Ham, they beat Newcastle, they lost to United, they beat Burnley. West Brom can take take some things from from the the game against Liverpool, you know, some some type of confidence that they should have. You know, there there's good good cause to think there. I mean they they f- fair play to them. They 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 won the second second half. Um they outplayed Liverpool in the second half. And it is something to do. And you've gone to they they went off to Anfield. They were playing away from home and they they beat the champions in at least in, in one half of football. And you know they could have won it too, I suppose. Uh, it it does all work both ways. Liverpool could have won it as well, obviously in the ninetieth minute with uh, the Firmino uh, header. However, the result was one-one, and West Brom took points off the champions away away on the, on the road. So West Brom go home now. They are playing against another team that is going to attack and attack and attack. Will they play the same game plan? that they did uh, against Liverpool? Will they allow and try to um, break uh, break leads down mentally? There's no reason for them to change what they were doing. And and for that reason, I think West Brom get, get a victory over here. I, I think they, they back up their win against Liverpool with the confidence that they have. Um, Leeds obviously might be struggling a little bit of con- on confidence, but if... If West Brom are going forward, Leeds have been leaky in the back. There's no reason to say that they can't get oh, well, I say leaky in the back. They've both, con- both conceded 30 goals. So one's no more leaky than the other. The fact is Leeds have scored 25 and West Brom have scored 11. We know that West Brom can be tight at home. Um, they've done it against Man City. They've done it against Liverpool. They have got... Defensively, they have got the capabilities to hold leads off, and if they do that, West Brom one 0 and fair play to them. Hopefully, they they do land up getting it. Though, though that would be bad for my FPL thing, but for from a from a West Brom perspective, it's probably what they need also to get the get the season their season going. They need another win. I think they've only had one all season. Then we close out tomorrow night with uh, Man United versus Wolves. And what an interesting prospect over there. United are getting the results. It's what they're doing. Although, you, you'd say, but Leighton, they, they just drew 2-2 two, two, to Leicester. Yeah, but they traveled. They traveled to Leicester. And they got the result. They got a result. They took two points off a team that's above them in the table. Wolves Wolves have been obviously the side that also hot and cold all season. A re- really a jackal and high kind of season. You think they, they have the ability to... Wolves have the, have the ability, but then they don't necessarily always back up the game. So when you look at Wolves, I mean, Wolves just got uh, got the draw against Tottenham. And, you know, it, it could have... They scored the goal late in the game, they, then, but they've also lost to Burnley previously to that. But they did beat Chelsea. They showed... And that was an amazing, amazing game. I mean, they 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 were really on it that game. 
and it might feel like they're due for another game. However, Man United have been solid away from home. You know, obviously United getting getting points on the road. Man United have been as good as they've been on the road. They have been piss poor at home. I mean, they've got two 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 victories, two wins all season at home. And I don't know how much how much changes for them looking against the Wolves game. I think Wolves want to come out. They want to get that result. But also, you know, as bad as United have been at home, they do still, like I said, they have had two victories, but they have had victories. And they can't keep losing at home. So, tight game over here. But you, you can't see United losing this one, or at least I can't see United losing this one. I don't know if they win... But I know they don't. I know they don't lose, uh, or at least I don't think they're going to lose this weekend. Well, this this week, this game week. So, sure, uh, United, United do concede goals. Uh, we have to keep that in mind. Um, they've conceded more than Wolves have conceded. Although there are seven positions between them, they have scored twice as many goals as Wolves have scored. 2-0 United or 2-1 United, uh, Neto gets in with a goal for Wolves. Closing out the game, we, we hit Wednesday evening, Spurs versus Fulham uh, as our first game. Spurs, obviously, they need to... They've got a team that's going to be attacking them, which is going to open up space for them. Yeah, this this might be this might be a points haul um, or a goal haul you, if you've got Duquesne or the Sun in, maybe maybe uh, Spurs are going to cane Fulham, and they're going to cane Fulham properly. So, yeah, this if if Fulham are going to come out, they're going to create that space open at the back there, and then Tottenham are just going to punish them. They're going to get into in between them, they're going to run at them, and they're going to put balls in the back of the net. I don't see Fulham getting anything from this game except for a hiding. So this, this is a 4-0, 5-0 kind of thing that's going to be happening. So um, check out for, for that. The, if you've got uh, Tottenham assets now, if you haven't got Tottenham assets, it's again one of those, one of those times that you want to get uh, some, some Spurs boys into your team. And again, if you're, if you're looking for Spurs boys, as Sun and Kane, it's a, it's a no-brainer. Get, get them in, you're going to get points. It's going to happen, and then obviously with they've they play Fulham now, and then they move on next uh, on the weekend for the next game week. They do play Leeds, who are leaky at the back. So yes, Spurs, Spurs and Spurs and Spurs is Spurs and Arsenal might be your two two uh, teams that you want to get assets in, especially for these next two game weeks. Um, if you have any free transfers or you've carried any free transfer across from the first game week, that's where I would be looking to to bring in guys if I was you. Right. And then we end off... No, before before we end off, um, Spurs did get their early goal against, against Wolves. And, you know, they did travel to Molyneux there to, to get points off Wolves at home. It's a it's good for any team, and I think I think Jose said it best. He said, you know, to score so early in a game and not finish it off, not get more goals, it can be disappointing. So you know he's going to have had strong words. 
so with with the Spurs side, so I know I know I said we we're gonna get off it quickly, but I just I don't think I can say this enough. If you're gonna target a game this week and you're an FPL manager, Spurs versus Fulham with your Spurs assets, although everyone might have Sun and Kane, and it's one of those times when you when you go with the grain, you don't want to miss out on the points that's going to be taken there because there's going to be plenty points taken there. Okay. Then off on to where there's been always, always a fun, fun game, game week. And again, we, we match that up with around our festive period, the New Year period, Newcastle versus Liverpool. What a game do we have in store for us there? Both teams want to come out. Both teams want to get victories. You know, Newcastle needs it again, but Newcastle are playing at St. James, so they're back at home. Um, Liverpool have to come off the the West Brom with the lessons learnt over there um, about intensity and about attacking sides and having to put uh, smaller teams away even when they want to frustrate you. But yo, Newcastle versus Liverpool, and it's going to be it's going to be goals galore. I think, uh, and that's on both sides. With uh, with Matip being injured, I don't think he obviously I don't think he'll be playing on Wednesday night. Um, Liverpool's defense is looking a little bit, uh, a little bit rocky on the, on in the center, which might uh, might be reason for the fullbacks to fall a little bit back. But I don't think either team defends very well for this game week. Newcastle have conceded twenty four goals this season, and they have only scored seventeen, so they're on a negative goal difference. Uh, Liverpool obviously have scored plenty goals, but they struggled. Uh, against West Brom so to look at the the change that is coming there that should be coming there you can see another thriller 4-3 thriller 4-2 thriller but I do favor Liverpool obviously I think Liverpool do have the class to to put Newcastle away I do see it high scoring and I do see Liverpool winning it by two maybe three goals but I do think Newcastle put two two goals into the back of the net as well look guys um I, I obviously, I mean, talk, talking to no one is very strange for me right now. So, uh, well, I'm talking to you, but uh, not bouncing anything off anybody else. So the, the thoughts are my own. I'm busy playing FPL as a, obviously in my rookie season. And I did get some good game game points this past week, but we'll, we'll see if that maintains. However, I do think there is, again, I think there's some quality in, into the belief that Spurs is the game that you want to attack as an FPL manager and then we're going to talk in the new year or no we're going to talk I'm going to talk just before the new year to you guys so do catch the next podcast um, as well so please don't miss out on that and then green arrows all the way cheers cheers guys bye